welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the final episode in the mini series, Nine Perfect Strangers, entitled Ever After, directed by Jonathan Levine, written by David E. Kelly. Premiered September 22nd of 2021. And I'll be quite frank about this finale. I wasn't a fan of it. I, uh, I mean, while a few things were nice to see resolved, and I think it's because we saw the most development between the two is the Tony and Francis situation. But other than that, I had been checked out on the Marconis and the rest of the folks rather ended on a womp womp. More so than a true resolution. I don't like the way in which this seemed as if it was an ever after. I would have preferred seeing some real life consequences here. And I'm sure there will be. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this ending. Other than I was rather meh on the whole whole episode. So this will not be a very long uh, review. Since I'm not going to go scene by scene, I'm pretty much just going to be wrapping up each character's arc and how I feel about it. So the the rating I gave was a 7.8 out of 10. Let's start with Masha. I think that it is it is a illuminating experience to come from someone that she didn't want to be to someone that after several traumas she wanted to be a better version of. I I get that aspect and how it's supposed to be juxtapositioned against the person who actually shot her, which is Carmel, and giving her the same opportunity to change from who she became. And because of what she did to her, she was able to reach this conclusion. I just don't feel as if it ended in a manner. It was so easy, right? And I might as well just uh, lump Masha and Carmel together since it's where the, the more interesting aspect of the last episode ended. But she pretty much reveals, you know, I shot you. I was a good makeup artist. And I had completely forgot that she did um, makeup because I was like, that was a man. This is clearly... She's not misremembering this whole thing. No, she had made herself look like a male. And she had shot her, but she remembered before blacking out, shooting her, being dismissed. Like, oh, you're robbing me? Here's $400. Fuck off. Why you gotta be so rude? Don't you know I'm human too? And see, here's the thing that I don't get. If you are indeed robbing someone, don't you want the... Don't you want to take their money? <laughs> Why wouldn't matter? Why would it matter? And that's what she was supposed to assume. I just don't. I don't know. And then she ended up putting her in a deprivation tank. And for five seconds, you know, it didn't take very long for her to come to the conclusion. Oh, my God, my children are enough for me to live for. There's not just the memories that have occurred recently. It's all the ones that came before it. And my children, for as much as I love them, I forgot why I love them. I forgot those moments in which I was their mother. And I guess she re-grasped that and that was enough for her to 
to chill out to calm down like that wasn't really a a uh, palpable resolution that i can accept and the whole i forgive you and they call him out after revealing yeah i came here to threaten you but i also came here to be cured by you so i became so obsessed with you that i needed your well i can't achieve admitted it's not that you forgive me it's i can't forgive myself here call the police let them know i'm not a very well woman and that was all factual and i don't feel like someone like masha with no fucking medical training once again can assess someone's mental state to the point that y'all would be altering them and expect nothing but healthy resolutions all the way through that does not sit at all well with me that she somehow as i suspected would come out looking like she was the savior here when technically she was a mad scientist and that is not to be and shouldn't be underwritten to show her in any heroic light she was pursuing a very i don't care what her explanation was your motivation was purely selfish and you were willing to use other people's grief as if it is the same because it is different i don't know i don't like the way she kind of connived the marconis and then you had lars who was kind of in on it but not like i'm gonna film you guys at your most vulnerable moment then i'm just gonna have a conscious after watching you all and listening to very intimate but i'm also gonna just tell you hey by the way masha has secrets this is all her secrets because you needed to tell them the truth i don't know i, I just don't know <laughs> how i was supposed to feel about him either uh, the marconis I, i've been like their whole resolution i just didn't care about i feel as if delilah did not get the the credit she deserved because she's like you left me no choice and then she goes oh i didn't you act like i had a choice to give to you or some shit before kissing her on the cheek and then all of a sudden her and Yao just make up he's like oh i'm sorry i chose this other woman over you uh take me back <laughs> I, i'm not sure what and then she seemed to be totally happy about this like yeah i break i reached my conclusion that i wanted so now i don't really give a fuck what happens to this place and if we're to believe francis because that just was her version of events everything turns out great we had jessica and and ben deciding to take over i would have felt better if she was intentionally deceiving them but it didn't even feel like that was the case so i don't even understand why couples therapy was on their list of things to do this whole and then when they were all trapped in the room like i as soon as everybody went in i'm like she's clearly about to lock y'all in because francis and francis and tony made up i did like that scene a lot when she's like when she admits like i put my walls up i didn't mean what i said he's like yeah and i get being scared of that it is crazy that we will work but i want to make it try i want to make a try of it so let's just get out of here and have a fucking date and go have dinner and that's where they ended at the end of the episode but now i'm wondering how much is this fictional <laughs> just from a purely um what if scenario 
So yeah, they were trying to leave, but then they got sucked into what was going on with Carmel because Glory wouldn't let her out. And that is when they're all stuck in the room. And then they all have this, oh, there's a fire, but it's not coming. This felt so constructed. Even I, looking through the television screen, was like, um, guys, this is clearly an exercise. <laughs> because Lawrence is like, oh, I want to be a father and nicer to people. Ben's like, I want to get a job. And I'm like, that was always an option. And Heather, not Heather, uh, Jessica doesn't want to be so obsessed with her, her looks and her image. She wants to do something that matters. And yeah, Francis is making eyeballs at Tony and Tony's making eyeballs. Like, I don't really buy the fact that his drug addiction just manifested itself away seven days ago to be swapped for another drug. Don't you think he'd be dependent on that? And also, wouldn't they all be suffering from massive withdrawal? I don't like when, like, I, I, I know, I'm being too hard on fiction sometimes, but some of it just be stupid. <laughs> and I think it's because they try to juxtapose it with this very heartwarming grief story and how you get past that. You know, how do you get the get past the the impassable thing? You know. A child losing their parent, that's expected. A parent losing their child, that's against what we, in the laws of nature, would consider. So to take a very serious topic like that and kind of weave it in with this more uh, unrealistic aspect, it really, it clashes for me every time. But I, I do think that if anyone deserved a happily ever after it was Yao and Delilah he needed to get out of that woman's control she already came to that conclusion like I can't live with this I keep knowing you people I'm still not with Ben I, I used to meet people cool and weird and like you guys and I'm like that was always an option what did you do win the lottery and sit at home and watch Xbox what the fuck <laughs> I would think that would enable you to travel, meet new people, do those things that... And nobody said you couldn't do a startup or you couldn't go back to college, learn something. Shit, I have a whole list of shit I would do with a million dollars. Clearly, you're not creative enough, sir. <laughs> That's what's going on with you. So, that is my conclusion to this series. It was... It, it's worth the watch. But it definitely is clunky in some spaces. I don't think there will be a season two. And I don't think we need one. So if you have any lingering thoughts. You can go ahead and drop those below. My email will be there as well. As my social media. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until the next time my dears. Peace, hair grease, and black on magic.